Yo, what's up? And welcome to the, the very second episode of The Loading Screen. We're back oh, again. Yes, what is up? How is everyone doing? If it's the evening, the morning, the afternoon, whatever time wherever you're listening to this, I hope you're doing well. It is, like Shadley said, the second episode of The Loading Screen. Um, just a week later from the last one. And we have some new shit to talk about today. Well, we do. We have some interesting things. We got some GTA 6 rumors. We're talking mm. about Final Fantasy 7. We're talking about remakes. And we're talking about time sinks. So, you think it's time to dive in? You think we should yeah. dive should, in? Should we, should, since you mentioned GTA 6, maybe we should start with that. Yeah, let's, let's jump into GTA 6. Look, a lot of it is still rumors and up in the air. I mean, Rockstar hasn't come out and said anything about it um then again but they don't ever say anything you just see don't. like random trailers like oh this game exists oh shit okay well hey there it is. yeah yeah <laughs> it's always like like two weeks before the game it's like here's a trailer it's out in two weeks and you're just like what <laughs> when were you guys oh, developing what <laughs> they did that with with red dead redemption 2 it was like beginning of the year they're like here's a trailer and they're like it's out later this year and you're like what? There was nothing, and now there's like a now, whole game. Ten months to go, and then we have like a new Red Dead game. Cool, I knew it existed, but like there was nothing else before that. And then like the two weeks before the release, it's just like videos and videos and videos. Like this is what you can do. This is what you can hunt. <laughs> this is the other things you can do. This is where you can go. This is the kind of climate you'll experience. <laughs> like fucking <laughs> everything. Let's just like. Ad nauseum. I mean, I don't mind it because it's like it's like a serious hype machine those last two weeks. It does. It, it really but, does. Do but sometimes you just want more information. Like, just give me, like, give me, a, give me a name. Just like say what what you're doing. Just like a sliver. Just a breadcrumb. Please, sir, can I have some news? Just, just a little bit. <laughs> like I'm asking a lot, but just guys. Uh, just don't leave me hanging, man. Just if that's GTA exist, yes or no? Yes, we're working on it. Fine, that's all I need to know. I don't need to know like, like where, what, where it's being set, and like what kind of crazy shit you can do this time that wasn't in the last game. Cool, how big the map's gonna be, like all those kind of things. I just need to know if it exists, and that's it. Anyway, I'm digressing. And <laughs> you are, you are. But I'm, um, I'm, I'm just I can, thinking I can about tell this. I know, I know you're excited. I know. The thing is, okay, so the big thing is that that came out of some of the information leaks, but again, we don't know. We have to take it with a pinch of salt. Is that it's going to be a smaller map than GTA 5, but then it's going to have episodic slash DLC type releases as to expand on that, which is, I, I don't know how I feel about that, that Rockstar is going that way, if they are even going that way. Mm. Especially if it's part of like a core game experience, it feels a little bit like they sold out. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm also. I'm. I'm actually with you on that. I don't know how I feel about Rockstar doing an episodic release thing because these guys are the king of open world. Like if you watch multiple mm. videos from different publications, you'll hear Rockstar is the king of open world games, or they've pioneered the. The genre, maybe not tiny, but but you always hear king of open world, and that's yeah. The the thing is, they they definitely refine the open world genre. Like if you look at it, GTA Three was, 
I don't want to say it was the first of its kind, but it was sort of like the first that was like refined and you could really see what you could do in like an open world sandbox. Mm. And it was from there that it just exploded. So, I mean, they are, they're at the forefront of open world. That's why I'm, it's so concerning to you, like, that it could go episodic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling. I hope. I mean, this is like we said, like, like you said, it's all, it's all leaks thus far, and it's, it's obviously with grain of salt, and Doctor hasn't confirmed anything, but it's concerning that people are putting this kind of info into the ether, like for other people to pick it up. Exactly. Uh, because maybe there's a degree of truth to it. Um, I mean, sometimes or a lot of the times, rumors, you know, there's just some degree of truth to them. It's like, like I mean, humor. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Rockstar yeah. also hasn't come out and and like shut it down and said like, no, that's not what we're doing. You know. So. Yeah. I mean, you also have to take that into account as well. So. <coughs> there's that yeah. too. Yeah. So they they might be a degree of truth. Um, episodic content. I'm not too keen on. Um, especially when it comes to like a Rockstar title. If it wasn't like a GTA title, maybe. Like if it was a Max Payne game. Like if they're doing yeah. Max Payne Four. By all means, let's do that. Let's try that. Because that wasn't a f- a, an open world game to begin with. It was fairly linear. Yeah. But it's GTA. Like, this is this is your bread and butter. This is what you do. Um, and episodic content for, for something like that uh, rubs me up the wrong way. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But, you know, rumor, I'm not going to get my... You're not going to get too... I'm not going to get into it about, about it because... <laughs> You know, it could have, they're going to come out and say, like, actually, that's bullshit. It's not going to happen. Then, you know what? Then whatever. I stress for nothing. But, I think, um, but yeah. I, I think if my, is, my big concern yeah. is, like, with a lot of games having gone that formula, it's it's just there's that concern that with, with a base game, it's just really a skeleton. And then you just have to purchase, like, all the muscle and the flesh that, that layers it, which is, I think that's what, that, that's what concerns me. And I think... As gamers, we've been burnt way too many times by that. So I think yeah. that's the, the concerning factor. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if anything, that's that's the problem. That that we're going to get a bare bones experience. And then it's going to be like, hey, hey you want to experience more of this? Then you need to pay for it. Um, it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to feel <laughs> about that. Room or not, it's still like mildly concerning for me but then I'm, but I mean, let's, let's move on to, to, to some more positive <clears throat> news like I mean a lot yeah. of the stuff that they I, you saw the article that I sent you and I, I mean, saw it, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of positive things that are coming out of it, it sounds legit for a GTA title I mm. mean it, it doesn't sound out of the boundaries of reality, out of what they can do, especially considering it's going to be a next gen only title and I mean, we haven't had a GTA game since last gen, so it's a big yeah. gap that they're covering. I mean, we had Red Dead Redemption two in the middle, but we haven't had a GTA in a in a yeah, old it's, cycle, it's, so it's, it's going to be seven years since that. Since that, I mean, 2013 was the last time we had a GTA game. Sure, we had like current gen remasters, whatever, or enhanced editions, whatever you want to call it, but it wasn't but I mean... a. a title in the series 2013 is still the last time a gta 5 came out or gta yeah. game sorry came out um but yeah like like you said there's a lot of positive things in that article um specifically that it, it's 
set in both Vice City and a new location that's based on the Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. That that really is that that makes really things interesting, interesting to me. I because mean, like, they are going back to the seventies and eighties with us, and this is the first time that they'll be revisiting on a let's say a home console. There there was Vice City Stories, which was mm. uh, another you know, part of Vice City. But I mean, it was, it still played like the PS2 Vice City yeah. and it was it moved from PSP and to, onto PS2. But I mean, GTA 4 went back to Liberty City. GTA 5 went back to San Andreas, San Andreas. and Los Santos. Um, this We've never first... to Vice City. Never and that's... To, Vice City. We, I, to see a GTA, hopefully, well, I don't know what, which gen it's going to be. It's going to be this one or it's going to be PS5 or Xbox Series X. Uh, I will I will be very happy to see Vice City return because seeing that with with the kind of power we'll be working with, like if I just think of maybe not the realism, but the visual fidelity of Red Dead 2 and if they bring that to to the this new GTA, mm-hmm. GTA 6 in Vice City, oof, I'm I'm so <laughs> on board. board. I'm so on board. I love Vice City. It was the I think I played GTA 3, but I didn't play it on my own before I played Vice City um, because I like played it at a friend's place. And Vice City was just immensely entertaining. Um, and obviously, it was a big step up from where GTA 3 was. Yeah, no, and it I just, was. I just, I don't mean, the story of Tommy Vercetti, man, in, in Miami Vice kind of setting. Mm. Mm, yeah, I want some more of that. Look, they've also said they've taken like a lot of inspiration from from Narcos, which is interesting because I mean that's yeah. that's in the popular <clears throat> media vein right now. Mm. So I mean, it it fits in with with GTA. You're playing as a drug smuggler, and it's going to be interesting to see how you like navigate those spaces because yeah. if it's two different spaces, it's gonna it's I'm I'm really keen to see how how that unfolds. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, it's been influenced influenced by Narcos. Um, and using, like, Vice City and Rio, like, I feel like those are... Look, I don't want to talk out of my ass here. But <laughs> in, in popular culture, it's it's these are big drug locations. And for the 70s, 80s period, that's obviously a big period for drugs mm. as well. I think specifically cocaine at that time. Maybe heroin as well. And, uh, <laughs> that's pretty specific. I've played a lot of games, man. I've watched a lot of TV. Um, and if they're using that as maybe influence, I feel like they could have something special. It, it fits. Yeah. It fits with 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 the uh, with everything that you you're yeah. so used to seeing within that time frame. Like, I mean, it just it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. That's what I wanted to say. It made it makes sense. Like it, it just I don't know. It just works well together. So, nice two puzzle pieces. You've touched on the fact that it's set in the 70s and 80s. And then, like, I wanted to jump into the fact that it's going to also have... um, There's a big focus on weather and buildings aging. Because GTA has never moved over a time period. It's always been, like... You you know, it's almost like just that moment in time. Whereas this looks like it's going over a time period. So it's going to be hella interesting to see how things function. Yeah, like it, it looks like. I mean, if anything, maybe we've we've seen a Rockstar title take place over maybe a year or two, but mm. it's never a period where you'll see degradation on, yeah. on like buildings or infrastructure or anything like that, and and 
weather that can be devastating. We've never seen, well, I've never seen at least, maybe I don't remember, like Red Dead 2 like, had some serious thunderstorms, but I've never seen a high. How they affect the, the, the environment. Exactly. Look, that also, I mean, that also speaks to next-gen, because, look, it, it's pretty much certain that this is going to be a next-gen-only title. But yeah. the fact that it's getting to that point where weather and buildings and degradation is really going to be a big part of the game. That's going to be interesting. I mean, it's going to change the shape of of the city that you interact with. Yeah, so like that's going to be going to change around you, literally. I, I, like, I I don't think we we'll, like you said, but I don't think we'll see it on 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 PS4 and Xbox One because they did too was amazing in in what they achieved with the current gen i feel like that has been tapped out now that that there's no more that they can do with it maybe they can um probably could squeeze a little bit more if they tried like like gta 5 was an end of an end of um generation title you know it was like the ps4 launched that year like december Mm. well december year in this country um the ps5 launched and that came out in september of 2013 yeah that's um so it was and maybe they'll do the same thing but at this point i'm a little doubtful that it's going to be on the current and it's it's definitely seeming like a next-gen title look the thing is if it's was to be an end of generation title it would have been announced i mean it would have come out this year yeah exactly like it's, and it's I don't a think. Late now. And I mean, four months what... into this year, and there's mm. there's not much time before those new consoles are launching. I mean, from from what I've I've read up, it's only in pre-alpha, so I mean, the game is nowhere near close to completion. Yeah. I mean, it's it's there, but I mean, it's still a long way off. I mean, they still have quite a bit of work to do. Yeah. Um, look, yeah. Look, there's there's there's. So much up in the air right now with, with, with where this game is, um, but the rumors have me excited. That's all I can I can definitely say. Oh, that. it looks it looks fresh, and I think it's going to. It's obviously going to change our perception of, of open world games mm. going forward, and I mean that's what Rockstar has always done. You look at Red Dead Redemption Two, that kind of it, it kind of like broke boundaries in terms of real world and. It was like, yeah, this you've been doing open world, and now this is what you can really do in open world, and it was just yeah. mind blowing. I mean, and this this is where I want to get to the, the final point for for GTA Six is that they said it's going to be a well, they said it's going to be a balance of real and arcade, and it's going to be a little less realism than Reddit Two, mm. which I thought was was interesting. It's an interesting point that they make because I know that a lot of people complained about Reddit 2 being almost too much of a chore. You know, yeah. There's a lot yeah. a lot of like real world things that you gotta do. You gotta eat, you've gotta hunt, you gotta do all these things, and it's fun, but it's not fun for everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I understand it. Like I, I saw so many complaints about how it's just a chore and you have to you have to like look after the gang and uh, I mean, personally, I loved it. Uh, I I never found it to be a chore, and also like the thing is, you don't have to do all these things. Like, <laughs> you definitely really up to you. If if anything, you need to like eat and maybe bathe, and 
it's not a big thing, but but I remember there being like the the not the opinion, but the reception, not specifically from critics because critics loved it, but from people who were playing the game uh, on Twitter, uh, it was just so divisive. People loved it, people hated it, um, they found it tedious. Others just found it amazing. I like I said, I personally loved it. Like I said in the last podcast, I haven't finished it. Um, but up until that you. point, up until that point, I enjoyed every single minute. I don't think there was a single thing that I didn't like about it. I mean, I, I might go back to it now and actually remember something that did kind of piss me off about mm. it. Um, but I never found it to be a chore. I, I enjoyed the hunting. I enjoyed looking after the gang. I enjoyed the narrative. Um, I enjoyed seeing this prequel of of featuring Arthur Morgan and, and Dutch's gang and seeing how it gets to where John's story takes off in the original. Yeah, Red exactly. It's, 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 a, it's a really interesting take on, on Red Dead Redemption because I think after the first game, the first game, I'm, I'm excluding Red Dead Revolver. Red Dead Revolver. <laughs> yeah, it's not canon. Um, I don't think that one's canon. I think it's it's there, but they're like, yeah, it's canon yeah, and, and it's... like it's just there. <laughs> Also, I'm, I'm, if I, I might be wrong about this, but wasn't the original Revolver developed by someone else? I might be wrong about I'm that. I'm not sure. I can check that. Mm. Um, I'm just looking it up quickly. I might be wrong. I think they... Oh, no. There's a... They're Rockstar San Diego. Oh, so um, it was. It was developed by them. And Capcom. Yeah. What the, that's what? A, that's a weird combination. <laughs> Look, I've never played Red Dead Revolver. Um... I think I saw when it came out on PS2, I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Um, but I've never played it. And I've seen some of it in action, and I was just like, eh. I don't think I would, I would buy that remaster. I think it's currently available on PS4. But I love Red Dead Redemption. I actually have a canvas that I meant to put up. That's laying today. over there. <laughs> it's, it's laying. It's over there. It's, <laughs> there are two canvases I'm, I'm going to put up like on either wall, either side of the shelf. Um and one of them is a Red Dead thing. Um, because I I enjoyed that game so much, I've played it like thrice. Uh, <laughs> which is which is a lot because, you know, it's a big game and it's a long story. Um, so but, so yeah. going back to the, the initial points, <clears throat> we divulged for quite a bit there. Yeah, we digressed a lot, sorry. I think GTA being a little bit more balanced between realism and arcade, yeah. I think it also speaks to GTA because GTA is... A little bit more absurd, like it's more absurd than... Yeah, there is a, a, a higher level of absurdity. There's more... I don't want to say there's more skits, but there's there's more tongue-in-cheek humor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a lot or, more... Or like the whole overarching like theme is like, you know, it's ridiculous. Like the parodies of the newscasters and the different exactly. celebrities with very similar names to some of the people you find as actual celebrities. Um, and they poke fun at it, and GTA is like a... And that's what it is. Parody it's, of the real world. And then, you know, Saints Row is like a parody of GTA and just goes batshit and saying, I digress again. But uh, uh, yeah, I think that maybe slightly less realism might work in their favor and appeal I to a so. bigger audience. Um, I think also GTA is just... The worst thing. I think it's... <clears throat> it's just one of those things that... Um, it just makes the game more interesting and allows you to do crazier things. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than micromanaging your your drug empire. <laughs> I mean that that might be interesting. I I remember there was a game that 
I think it was on, on school computers when I was still in high school. I think it was called Drug Lord or something. Drug Lord. Like. It yes. was that, wasn't it? And it I was like, Drug Lord. People who play that are going to enjoy the fuck out of that if it's like a micromanaging sim for your drug empire and like rivalries and things like that. Like if they if they take Narcos, there's, there's definitely, I feel like there's going to be some aspect of that. They will. They're going to look it... like drug kind of things. Maybe there'll be like a Breaking Bad reference or something like that. Maybe a little blue myth on the side. They probably we'll will be. <laughs> but I think I think it's it's good also like to balance it out. Like having that hyper real and then just bringing in that arcade feel to it to just balance yeah. things out. I think it, it, it speaks well. It also makes the open world feel a little less tedious. Mm, less of a chore, I guess. Um, mm. Because I you don't have to look... worry about like, eating or like malnourishment or whatever. Um, you, I think you... move. So, so what I actually thought was great about San Andreas, the original San Andreas, was you could eat and do all of those things, but it wasn't pivotal to your, your character. Yeah. You know? You could and I think if that. they... Like, if if they kind of incorporate that that kind of system into mm. it, it could be a lot of fun. Like I remember seeing things about San Andreas, and you you could see you could like you could take go to the gym with CJ and like work out and whatever, and learn different fighting styles. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Like the, the but but none of it was pivotal. That. That, that that's what made it yeah, exactly so enjoyable. Necessary to, to like your enjoyment or mm. to the story or anything like that. Nothing was compulsory. It was just like, oh, this is like a thing we did, and you can do that and so, go for it. And I think Reddit was a little bit more stringent with things like that, where it was like, you kind of have to do these things, mm. and then it's like, uh, but I don't want to. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, there was, there was like some like annoying like. Like, uh, I feel like there were small little tasks that had a little bit of padding, so you didn't see it as a fetch quest, but it mm. actually was a fetch quest. Um, things for the gang, or like go here and kill this guy, which is you know that that happens in all games, no matter how like even games as brilliant as they did too. Um, but yeah, we just need to try and avoid that. Yeah, <laughs> would be no. would be cool to 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 see like a, a like you said a, a balance of arcade realism mm. in GTA Six. Look, at the end of the day, we don't know what it's going to be. We yeah. still have no idea until Rockstar decided to finally show us anything. Yeah, which will probably like... be next year sometime. Yep. Um, Most likely. Or like the end of this year. Like, hey, we're doing this thing. And it's like out in two years' time. <laughs> oh, that, would be, that would be awful. That yeah. would be terrible. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, this is out in two years. But why? Why did you tell us now then? You could have shut the fuck up until like a later <laughs> point. Don't do this to us. Or like, and you know it's going to be inevitable. No. It's going to be delayed like twice. <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> I feel like it was delayed twice. They did it two specifically. And possibly... And I think people didn't really know what they were in for for they did one, so it wasn't... Yeah, as I was, bad. When it got to like those two weeks of hype videos, that's when people were like, "Oh my god, this game think, is amazing!" But I think with GTA, it's a much more well-known property, so people yeah. are just gonna lose their sanity like people, with that. Like, even if you ask people who like play only FIFA and you mention the word, those three letters of GTA, they'll be like, "Yeah, yeah. I know that." <laughs> Everyone knows GTA. They've even like put it. I remember there was a. There was a line in one of the Resident Evil movies. Again, base of a game. But like there was a character <laughs> in GTA. 
as he ran over a zombie. So I mean, it, it's it's made its way into everything. And no, I think isn't there a movie that we Daniel Radcliffe plays one of the Hauser brothers or something like that? Yeah, I think so. I I haven't seen it. I can't get the name of it. It's actually yeah. about. I think it's about the development of GTA. Yeah. So or like the the whole pioneering of the the genre. There's definitely something about. It. I'm not sure what the the reviews were like about it, but I remember seeing something in an article. It, about it. If we if we find that out, we will put it in the comments below so you can go check it out. Yeah. So on to our next bit of news. I put up a post this morning asking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, to your thoughts, I haven't played it yet. I haven't gotten it yet. I'm very keen to get into Final Fantasy VII. You have played it, so I want to hear what are your thoughts, your initial thoughts on the game. Look, I've only time. I've only played about seven hours of it. Um, only seven. But, only seven. Um, but uh, but. I have enjoyed everything about it. Um, the game essentially covers the first five hours of the original game, so up until okay. Midgar, or the end of Midgar. Um, but it takes a while to get there because the game is so padded with extra info. Not extra info, but extra content. And the story is so much more fleshed out that there's a better understanding of the characters and little things that you have read about in the original game. Um, I don't want to mention anything specific because it's spoilers. spoilers. Um, Except if you're like, old, like me. If you like, uh, I remember I'm actually playing the original at the moment on my Switch because I wanted to be caught up, and I wanted to try to get like the end of Midgar, so I would know exactly what was going to happen up until yeah, the end. You don't want to, you don't want to surprise. You don't want to be like, oh no, no, what yeah. is this? Yeah, yeah. So also, I haven't played it in like maybe ten years. So I thought, okay, let's like do a quick refresher. And uh, I was, there was something, I was still walking through the Sector 7 slums, which is a big part of the, of the Midgar experience because that's where Tifa's bar is. Um, and there's someone talking, or you, or you hear it in the news, something about something being stolen. Um, and you only read about it. You only see it in a character's comment. And that, that whole comment is actually a fleshed out mission in the remake. Um, oh, you see and, this. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, an hour. The whole mission takes an hour, and there are so many parts to it. There's, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's just so good, and the storytelling is so much better. And obviously, there's voice acting. There's this brilliant voice acting. Uh, by I mean, I the original ad had no voice acting. No it was voice just... acting, and like sharp polygons. It was. You know, I I remember when I played the game. I remember it happening a different way in my mind. Like I saw it. I know. Up, I know exactly but, what you mean. But I, now I remember... I'm take the two, and I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking ugly. But this... I mean, at the same time, like this is I have so much love for this game, and and seeing it now as a remake, and then these fleshed out seeing missions. What they've done. It's, it's just in, it's incredible. Like the animation and the voice, the voice acting is so good. Barrett's a bit funny because he's so he's so embarrassing <laughs> of like who he actually is. But he was also embarrassing if you watch Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children. Like he was he was yeah, Barrett. He was he was, was hard headed. He was loud, and you know he has a gun on his arm. That's, so I mean, kind of has. That's, that's always that. been Barrett <laughs> from, <laughs> from the beginning. One to this three Final Fantasy Seven that was Barrett. He was a loud mouth, like sometimes dumb. 
kind of character, but you know, you grew to love him. Um, and, and he kind of grew to like Cloud as well. Um, but the remake is so... <sighs> I, 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 I have so many... a good time. <laughs> I, good time. Look, it's, it's, I'm playing on normal mode, and the demo was quite challenging, if I could say that. And, and the combat took some time to click for me because I was like, I'm, I'm using a lot of potions on like the Scorpion Sentinel from the first bombing mission. I was mm. like, okay, this is a... I'm feeling like a bit of a pleb right now because I'm, I'm playing cock and I'm, I'm like burning <laughs> through potions. Please don't make me use a Phoenix down. And, and it took some time to really grasp the combat. And once that just clicked, I, I started enjoying a lot more. Uh, and plus there's, there's the side missions. There wasn't side missions in that, the original the game. <laughs> I mean, there were side things like if you think about the wall market when you have to dress Cloud up as a girl, which I haven't got into yet. Um, that was like a series of side mission that led into the main mission. But there are side missions now in the that, remake. That aren't a part of that the main mission. don't really have like any effect on the narrative at all, except maybe like it's playing into Cloud's narrative as a mercenary in the Sector 7 slums while mm. he's working with Avalanche. Um, and he's, you know, doing crazy, like, not crazy things, but like, he's, being he's doing odd jobs. He's like, cool, I'm going to be a merc. And he's, he like makes his name known throughout Sector 7, killing monsters, like wherever they are, whatever. Um, and while it may not play into the main narrative per se, it um, there's a lot of options for, not options, but opportunities for getting more items. Um, healing items, materia, weapons. Um and also, it gives you time to own your like combat skills, um, because it's obviously a combination of strategy and hack and slash, um, with defense being blocking and evading. But it's 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 cool to still have an ATV gauge to telling you like, okay, mm. you actually can't spell just yet, but if you hit that enemy a few more times, you you'll then, get then your you can. a lot more. Uh, one of the only gripes that I do have currently is that the camera can be a bit eh. If you're locked onto an enemy and you kind of get into an awkward spot um, because you can't see anything. And especially if you launch them off the ground and then do aerial fighting, like that's that makes it even worse. <laughs> uh, the other thing, maybe, very small gripe, is that the your companions that you have with you in combat, they aren't, they are fighting. But at the same time, they aren't building up an ATB gauge as fast as you are. So they are fighting, but they are so also kind of, like kind of holding back a bit. So you so kind of have to switch up, like to to yeah. to really maximize it. And you can issue commands to them. You you've played the demo, so you you have an idea of of what hmm. I'm talking. About. So you can issue commands to them where you can tell them to use an ability. You can use spells, or or tell them to use an item either on themselves or someone else. But like the ATP gauge filling up, that's it's a bit on the slow side. I'm not sure why, but um, maybe they'll yeah. address it with a, a patch. Maybe possibly, or or maybe that's just the way it's meant to be mm, played. Maybe maybe it's just to encourage like that flow of combat where they want yeah, you to switch between. Use your characters. Don't just rely on Cloud, which is fair mm. because Cloud, because he's attacking all the time. He's also taking a lot of the aggro because mm. all enemies attack you and your companions are you know surviving more than what they should be like you or your health runs out a lot faster um but it's good i'm really enjoying it um i'm really enjoying the the fleshing out of the narrative 
um, fleeting encounters, like when you run from the first bombing and you meet Edith in the street and you tell her to like be careful, like that two second interaction becomes like a five minute cutscene. Well, not a five minute cutscene, but a five minute like experience. Um, and that was that was that was very exciting for me. And and obviously the enemy types and the limit breaks and the summoning material and it's just there was something I was gonna say now, but I completely forgot. You got too excited uh, now. <laughs> I'm too excited, but um. I don't know, that first meeting with Aerith, uh, I don't know, but it was because I had so much uh, so much investment in the in the original. It was it was kind of emotional. I I'm not gonna lie, I kinda teared up on stream the other day. Um which Look, was... it's a it's a big moment and I think because we are, you haven't played it in so long. And I mean... you know what? Like if you've played Final Fantasy VII, you know like what happens with Cloud. Yeah, you know what's you you know what's no, coming. We I don't know, man. As soon as she gave him that flower, I'm like, mm, can't do this. This is not right. I don't feel right <laughs> about this. And like Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Biggs and Wedge just hanging out with those three is hilarious. Like you barely talk, you barely say a few words to them in the original game. But there's like an like I said, there's an actual mission where you, you go out with him and like it's it's fleshed out, it's long and there's this character and there's dialogue and there's laughs and but Cloud has characters, and, not... and that that was like a very defining moment for his character as he kind of started to develop a bit more. Um because those those characters like I mean Biggs and Wedge have been in Final Fantasy in all of them basically. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to to hear that they're becoming more fleshed out within yeah. the world of Final Fantasy. You, and... you learn more about them. Like in the original game, I, I don't think this is a spoiler, but like you didn't know that like Wedge had a couple of cats at home, like or that he likes cats, or maybe he doesn't like dogs. Um, yeah, it's, it's he was just there, and he was like a dude it was part yeah, of like Avalanche, was... but. Kind of, yeah, he was the overweight guy in the group, and like you know, they all wore like bandanas. And and Biggs, Biggs looks like fucking Charlie Sheen from Platoon, which is it's very shocking. He kind of actually behaves like him a bit as well. And Jesse is a thirst that I've never seen in a game before. <laughs> I don't know what is going on, but it's 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 very it's very endearing, and it's also very interesting to see more of a character as opposed to. You know, when the first bombing mission where you like lift this block off her and she runs away and she's like, cool, thanks for saving me. And like, it, there's so much more. There's so much more character development and development or, or relationship. There's it's such a. I think. <sighs> if you've played Final Fantasy VII, you kind of know again what happens to them. And it's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, I don't want to go into that territory, but it's. I feel like maybe they're building up towards that. Like. For I reason, think, I think but it's, know, it's, it's very cool getting to know them, and there's this side activities as well. Like I was playing darts in in Tiva's bar. So and, so just back to the characters. I think it's just it's interesting that they're doing it, given how iconic Final Fantasy VII's villain is. I mean, Sephiroth is probably yeah. the most well-known villain. Yeah, even and, he, and he's yeah. scary. I mean, Sephiroth is terrifying in that game yeah look i he's so cold man and he's so like he he's has strong. no <laughs> he's really strong. which is 
which is most villains, mm-hmm. I suppose. There's no, like, they don't flinch much if they take someone's life. But Sephiroth is on another level. Like, that's a different level of cold. And as soon as I saw him in my first, like, little session of a playthrough, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's showing up already in, like, hallucinations. Like, we have gotten to this part already. Like, we're also learning more about Cloud now and how the Marco has, like, affected him after his little thing with Soldier. Um, but, yeah, I, like I said, I'm only six hours in. Others have, like, put in 50 hours and this is only covering five hours of the original game. So there's so much more for me to get through. And I'm so scared to finish it off because I know that there's going to be another long wait for episode two of the remake. And possibly episode three. I feel hey, like they might, they might do an, like a three episode thing. I think that's what they, they, they said they wanted to do. But the wait is going to be so agonizing after playing this, man. I, I do. Oh, it's so and good. So, so you will also have a review of this app? I will have a review of this as you can do this. I've cleared my other reviews. I still have to do, do, do a review for Doom Eternal and for Resident Evil 3 remake. Um, I'm going to take my so time hopefully. with it. I'm trying to take my time with Final Fantasy and trying to stream all of it. Uh, I'm trying not to play in between because there's also another big mission coming up. And I feel like maybe that's that's something to keep for stream, which will be tomorrow at 9.30 p.m. Um, so... At Bloody Night on Twitch. Twitch TV. Twitch.tv forward slash Bloody Night. Um, short, shameless plug there. Um, uh, and I, 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 there's so much I want to play in between, like, off stream. But at the same time, I just feel like, you know, let's just fucking just do it on stream. So I'm going to take my time and maybe try and get through the entire game on screen. But on we'll see. Stream. We'll see. We'll see. That's, that's I basically, basically what, what I've been thing. doing with, with Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's the kind of thing I want my entire experience to be, like, in my video clips eventually. Well, if I get affiliated, then my video clips will stay there longer than 14 days. Stay for 30 days. Yeah. It's only, it's only 30. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Actually, I think it, I think it's a little bit longer. I'm not sure. So so now that we've we've spoken about remakes, yeah. I think it's time to 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 have a look at like remakes that we'd like to see. I mean, we've we've had now the last say two three years. We've had some like really solid remakes of games. Some mm-hmm. really good quality content shit has has come out. So. This segment is kind of just focused on remakes, but we're looking at different time periods each week. And this week we're looking at 1990 to 1995. Um, so tell me, what is it you would like to have remade? What did you, you like? This, this was actually tough because I don't, I, I couldn't think or at least look up a. Uh, a specific title during that time period that would be most appealing to me. Um, but I think I finally settled on Gex. I don't know if you've ever played it. Gex, wow, yo. <laughs> Gex was a well, platform game, I suppose, on PlayStation. I've only played from the second game, Gex 3D, and then Gex uh, 3D Deep Cover Gecko. But the first one was like a 2D scrolling platformer and if anything if we could get a full-on remake of that one uh into like a complete 3d experience i'm not sure how platform games are doing these days 
Um, <laughs> well, I mean, they're not doing too badly. Cool. I mean, other than that, um, yeah, let's just leave it at gigs. I was going to say Earthworm Jim would be a nice one. I know there was a, a remake. I'm not sure if it was an actual remake. It looked more like a remaster. Um, so I think gigs would, uh, would be my one. Um, I quite like the character. Also, like he's a gecko, and he can like climb and shit. Okay, he doesn't lose his tail, which is <laughs> thankful because that would be unsettling to children, and would have been unsettling to me. Um, and the humor, was, then. the humor was funny, and it was always TV based. Like I remember playing Gex 3D, and there was scenes from like the Karate Kid, and the mm. Matrix, and like James Bond, and it just had this this like Gex liked to watch TV, and that. That that I don't know if it appealed to me, but I don't know. I also like, like I said, I like this humor, and the quips that he had and things like that. So yeah, Gex would be my choice for a four remake. Like I said, very difficult for me to actually <laughs> find a game from that time period. Maybe like after ninety five, I can give you stuff. But well, that's next Gex. week. I mean, next week <clears throat> is ninety six to two thousand. So that's that's gonna be a tough one for oh, all shit. different reasons. Yeah, I already have one for that immediately. I can say it now, but I'm going to save it for next week because that's content that I want to give away. Um, I, have, yeah. I have a feeling I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone knows what it is. Anyway, um, what is your one? Okay, so I, I too, really struggled because I, I look back at like a lot of games that I was, that interested me back then. Yeah. And I kind of like looked at like when it came out and I was like, oh shit, like I, some of them like just missed the mark. And then I saw like there was a whole patch. So initially I was going to go with like Metal Gear 2 because that came out mm. in 1990. And then I was like, mm. ah, that would be great because it would be nice to see like Solid Snake, that era Solid Snake like redone. But then I was like, yeah. I don't know. That's that's kind of like obvious. I mean, Earthworm Jim also, that, that also crept into... Um, into like my my list mm. and then also like heretic and hexen also <clears throat> popped up because Ooh, that yeah. that era was also like very fps heavy and i thought mm. that could be interesting but then i ended up settling on a fighting game that i don't think a lot of people remember mm. so the thing is do you like dinosaurs <laughs> are you talking about primal rage i am indeed talking about primal rage i think it, it had like some really interesting mechanics where you could eat worshippers because you played as like these dinosaur gods yeah um it was also it also had like kind of fatality system mm. similar to mortal Kombat. it was trying to be edgy like that yeah, yeah. i think it's just it's an interesting concept and considering like, okay, the fighting game market is extremely saturated at the moment. Yeah. And to crack that is so difficult, but I think terribly challenging. Yeah. I think that it can be done. I think you mm. can make like a really good fighting game centered on dinosaurs mm -hmm. with the right studio. I think Primal Rage, I would be, like, really interested in getting. Like, I've not been keen on, on purchasing fighting games because I think the online component can be... It can get very daunting very quickly. It's yeah. the same with FPS games mm. where suddenly you just feel like you're overwhelmed by pros who are just owning you. So I think just having those kind of niche fighting games. And, I mean, yeah, yeah. it doesn't like dinosaurs ripping into each other like that. 
I mean, come on, it's dinosaurs. Yeah, Primal <laughs> Age was was very good. I don't if I remember correctly. There wasn't only there weren't only dinosaurs. There was I know there was one who was like an ape of sorts. Yeah, there was ape like a and baboon there was, or something they were like, like that. There were a couple of different, yeah. So it I think there was animals. Like it said, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't people. It wasn't people fighting. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was cool. It was, it was quite violent as well. If I remember it correctly, was. like you said, it was like pretty much to be edgy, like Mortal Kombat with fatalities and stuff like that. Um, but it was one of the ones that caught my eye. Just like I think for many people who enjoyed it, um, I think specifically for that region, I was like, oh, these are, these are animals, and specifically dinosaurs fighting each other. Um, and it was, I think I rented it once because I had a, on Sega. And oh, fuck, we spent the entire afternoon just playing that game to death. I mean, it was a little tricky to get into at mm. my tender age of like seven or eight. But um, but yeah, we played it a lot. It was good. It was a good uh, game. I think, it's, I think it would just be like an interesting fighting game to, to enter into the market. Um, and now on to our, our last thing of the day. Since we're all stuck in lockdown, mm-hmm. we're looking for a good time sync. And for those who don't know, a time sync is basically a game where you can just spend hours. You can spend like 40 hours and you won't even know that you've been there for 40 hours. <laughs> like, think of, of, of The Sims when you spend like three hours busy decorating a room and then you're looking and you're like, I have three hours passed. That's that's a time sink, friends. <laughs> yeah. So um, so Are we are we talking a specific game or are we gonna talk a, a genre of so, so I I was thinking like like what would you suggest is a good time sink, especially for this period, because everybody's in lockdown and I mean um mm. it's a it's 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 a nice way to like really kill time and like just get that enjoyment out. Yeah, look, if there's anything that can, like, really be a good time sink, it would be, like, a pretty good RPG. Um, something like Skyrim, where you lose literal days playing it. Um, or, or in my case, what I've been doing, I've been playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I've I've lost hours and, and hours to this game. And because it's in a handheld, I can, I can literally, like, just not play at this chair i can go play in the kitchen while i'm making coffee so it's actually much worse more <laughs> dangerous it's more dangerous because you can play it everywhere and and that's that is a problem um but but you mentioned the sims and that's something i've also lost days to not even just decorating but completing missions and like raising like or getting promotions at your job and, and finding the right job you want and and then also decorating and buying cool shit for your house. And The Sims is dangerous, man. And also, it's like very accessible because you don't need like mm. a very high end PC to play it. And I feel like The Sims is probably quite 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 cheap at this point on the mm. EA um, on EA's uh, Origin. And The Sims Four is obviously out as well. And I think Sims Two is on Origin as well. Which is because it's so accessible. I think The Sims might be the the worst offender. In to be for for a time sink, losing I think, I think, hours and days. I think as a time sink, <clears throat> Sims is also it's far more accessible to people who aren't like regular gamers because mm. it's, it's more not of a casual experience. You, it you, is more of a casual experience. There's no, 
maybe not a steep learning curve, but I mean, there's definitely a learning curve, like trying to manage everything, like bathroom breaks and washing and eating at the right time and making it work on time. Um, specifically for the first two games, but the the latter two have been a little more forgiving where that's concerned. Mm. But yeah, like you said, it's, it's more appealing to casual gamers because there's no real learning curve and it's easy to just sit down and play and then not look up until the sun comes up again. Mm. So I've been, I recently made a terrible decision. Mm. And by terrible, I mean wonderful decision <laughs> to start playing Stardew Valley, which is oh, a... Oh, God. Yeah. That is a bad is time a sink. That, yeah. I, I legit... Slingshot came to check out my stream. He left <laughs> to go to your stream and came back and I was still going at it. <laughs> like... Stardew is just farming, but I think it's it's more than just farming. It's a lifestyle. It's, yeah, it's also, I mean, I've never played it, but I've, I've always wanted to. And I think I, my game share buddy has it on his account. So if I'm, I'm actually just going to avoid downloading it. Because do it. It's be a problem. Do it. No, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I've heard so many good things about Stardew Valley. And I've seen so many things either on Reddit or on Twitter. And it's just a, such a special game, it seems. It is, um, it is. It has this this whole Harvest Moon. It, it reminds me of Harvest Moon. And it's, it's just something, Harvest Moon for the for the modern crowd, I would say. Or mm. for the, the modern gen. Um, and that is very dangerous. Because the, no one tells you how addictive this game can be. When I played Harvest Moon, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a farmer. I'm going to try it out. I never fucking looked up again, man. Harvest Moon is amazing. And if Stardew Valley is anything like that, I'm going to be in trouble. And if I get it on Switch, I'm going to be in even big trouble, bigger trouble, because I can play Honestly, it anywhere. It's a problem. Like, so I always like to think of it as, like, Harvest Moon walked so <laughs> Stardew could run. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's okay. that good. It's really, oh, like, damn it's... It. it's ridiculously fun like and it's so it's so strange because all you're doing is just farming that's all you're doing building your farm just doing your thing trying to get married on the side all of that (laughs) but it's it's just such dumb fun like i love it it's such a well-made game Mm. you know it's it's refined i think it's very accessible to a lot of people but i think it's also yeah it's just just be careful if you start it because you might not you might not want to stop after a while. Uh-uh. I'm, not, I'm not opening that can of worms. No, thank you. I'm so, not. So... No. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared actually. No, I'm 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 very tempted. I've, I've had my eye on this game. It's been on my wish list for years you, on multiple you, you platforms, and it is not going away. It is not leaving me alone. And then, like you said, it looks accessible. And I feel like because, like, well, not because, like, it's not just a farming game. Like you said, it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle. Um, but I feel like there's also like some kind of narrative to it, essentially. No, I mean, no. there's obviously a narrative, like even with Harvest Moon, like it was just like, mm. you know, making money off your crops. And I feel like Stardew has that and, and then some, like, no, there, are, there are definitely goals to, to, to accomplish. Aside so from just farming, there's some weird shit that goes on in Stardew, <laughs> which includes yeah. a wizard and like aliens. And so... there we go. <laughs> and now, now no, no, but... I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not even the most exciting thing. It's honestly no. the farming that gets you. 
No, it can't be that good. No, it is that good. So, so before before you lose your mind any further, another good thing I'm think I was going to say is you mentioned it before is Skyrim, and that's because like Skyrim is probably the game I have poured the most amount of hours of my gaming career into. <laughs> I don't want to know how many hours. I just think it's it's a very full package. Mm. It it's janky. It is janky. Yeah. Look, some of the best, like, some of the like jankiest games are like some of the most like time sinky esque games. Talk about are... Monster Hunter. The Monster Hunter has a janky like feel to it, and I've logged like six hundred hours in this game. It's the game I've, I've put most time into. I thought Skyrim was that one. Monster Hunter six hundred hours, and I'm somewhat ashamed. I, I don't actually know. No, I could be. It could be worse. It could be my destiny time spent. I don't know how I... much it is. It could be worse. I can tell you now that my Skyrim time is way worse than that. <laughs> it's bad. But it's look, the thing is, it's, it's really entertaining. It's got like a really fleshed out world. It feels mm. like a very lived in world. And I think that really adds to the experience. It's got an incredible soundtrack that yeah. really keeps oh, yeah. the immersion. And I mean, it's a lot of fun. Like you're looking for like a fantasy, a high fantasy with with dragons and magic, like Vampires and like your werewolves, like, werewolves, dragon. Well, you say dragons, um, and just, mud crabs, oh, mud crabs, <laughs> mud crabs, and like the thieves guild and the dark brotherhood. And there's so many different quests. Like you can, comp- you could complete the main narrative and not experience like a lot of content. And I... the best part about Skyrim is that it is fucking everywhere. It's on Switch. It's on PS4, it's on PC, on Xbox One, it's on PS3, it's on Xbox 360. Oh, there was even an E3 joke that it was going to be on, like, uh, Alexa, on Alexa, wasn't it? It was Alexa. It was Alexa. <laughs> and then there was I'm another surprised. joke that came out afterwards, like, now we're going to put it on, like, a smart fridge. And I was like, oh, my God, if they actually do this. So, I, I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't been, been ported to mobile at this point. Like, <laughs> like, look, there is the Elder Scrolls Blades, which is free on, I think, iOS only currently. It's, it's, not, so, as, it's not as good. It's really not as good. I spent some time. Yeah, I, no. I have spent some time on it, and it's just, it's not as good. Yeah. Um, I think It's, it's essentially just mobile Elder Scrolls, but without it all is the... With- with a lot of microtransactions and a lot of rehash dungeons, so it's not not great. Um, The the, the final time sink that I want to just mention is Red Dead Redemption 2. (laughs) Here we go. I think think this is a great time to get into it, but it is a very slow game. Hmm. It's it's slow to start. Mm. It, it it's a bit of a slow to warm up title, like literally. It starts off with a snow thing, um. So it's literally a cold open, um. But but yeah, it is slow to warm up, but it's so rewarding at the same time. Not just in the gameplay, but in the narrative and just the way everything comes together is is incredible. I think it's like. There's so much to do in the game. There's so many Easter eggs within the game. Yeah. It's it's a really again, it's another rich lived in world, which makes it like really exciting. Um I and, don't and, think yeah. look, I think out of all the games we've spoken about, I think Red Dead is probably like the least accessible to like 
more casual gamers or people who are like just starting out there like gaming it's it's a bit it's a bit much like there's yeah. there's a lot going on it's and a it's sad overwhelming it is it really is a sad overwhelming for somebody who plays like a lot of games it's it's yeah it's if, like if this isn't your like your first gta game or like your first open world game it'll probably be fine also it's probably also like quite handy to have some kind of interest in the wild west if you aren't and you hate that time period then it's definitely not for you but yeah um, then just avoid it at all costs yeah. if 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 you are mildly interested then like take a look at like some gameplay footage or something um because then you might find out exactly what you need to know about whether you want to play it or not i think it's just um you just gotta take your time with it and enjoy it. Mm. It's it's a game definitely that you have to you savor. It's not a game that you rush through. You don't mm. you don't like speedrun Red Dead. Like that's Beautiful. not you it's not no. designed in that way. You know, it's not like yeah. a Dark Souls where you can speedrun it and you still kind of get that pleasure of like, oh, I'm I I've conquered this this mountain. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but, a it's a definitely a time sink of, of it's note. A, yeah, look, um, look you, you can easily that, log like over said, 200 hours. Yeah. yeah. Easily. And like you said, it's something you need to savor and take your time with and don't rush through it. Don't be hasty, hasty <laughs> to get... Don't be hasty to, like, get... Uh, to, like, I don't know, get to where you need to be. Like, just, like, enjoy it. Just go along yeah, just... for the ride. And then eventually when the ride, like, opens up a bit, then you, then you, then you do what you want to do. Then you explore the world. That's I mean, it's a, it's it's a huge world. Like the map is massive, so there's there's yeah. a lot to do in 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 Red Dead, not not GTA. I'm not gonna put GTA on this list for now. <laughs> but I think, well, I think look, look, GTA Five might be another one that is good because uh, it's probably quite cheap right now, and it's available mm. on on pretty much every platform except Switch. Um, so PS4, Xbox One, PS3, X360, and PC. And I mean, um, it's still getting support now, like seven years later. It's still getting a lot of support from Rockstar. Like, so. The online is, is specifically getting a lot of support, but I mean that that this you're playing a game with three protagonists and you can switch between them pretty much any time. It's, it's, it's a decent, it's a it's a very enjoyable time. And I mean, mm. if you're looking to pick up something for cheap, then there you yeah. go. I think Stardew is probably like the cheapest out of all of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but and but it's also the most dangerous because you mm -hmm. will forget about the real world very quickly. Forget that you have children. That's uh, it's 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 tricky. It's it's dangerous. You you'll forget to sleep and eat. And like, also, if you have like an addictive personality, then stay away. This is probably not going to be a good one yeah, to go with. It's not going to be a fine time. Nope. If you guys have like anything you wanna add to that, then don't don't forget to like comment below on all of the topics today. We spoke about some GTA 6 news, we spoke about Final Fantasy, some remakes. Tell us what the remakes you would like to see in the near future. Yeah, and then anything. of course like what games you are sinking your time into. Yeah, and how much are you like, oh, well, specifically for South African viewers and listeners, during this lockdown, like, which game are you spending the most time on? I feel like people are going to say, well, we're playing Call of Duty Warzone because, you know, it's there and it's free. But I mean, like, your time sync game, like, you could spend hours playing until the sun starts to come up again and your eyes are bloodshot. Like, that's the kind of game we want to hear about. Like, that's your time sync. 
let us know. GTA that, that... 6, Time Sync, Remakes, Final Fantasy 7, if you're playing it as well, the remake, let us know what you were thinking and how far you are currently as well. Um, You, you spoke, you said that Time Sync, that description was very... Like that that came from the heart there. <laughs> like you felt that. <laughs> Look, you, I, you there, know. Was, there, there was a time when I was playing Skyrim and it was not pretty. I, I, I had a job that I worked part time for like three hours a day and I sp- I got up early. I would I would play until three o'clock in the morning, wake up as early as I could, and I started grinding Skyrim for like fucking iron daggers or something to raise my smithing. Uh. And then also like, I feel that. <laughs> how much progress can I make in this game today? And like, I'm only tackling side quests. I still haven't finished the main narrative. And that was on PS3. No, so, I, rem- I remember yeah. that. Like, it took me a long time to go like, wait, there's, there's a main quest that I got to finish. <laughs> and now everything, because everything scales and like the main quest, like enemies are like, just taking you to town, man. Like throwing you around, like you don't give a shit, like. Just like flicking you away and shit, yeah. So yeah, like but... the, the scaling, <laughs> scaling can be dangerous if you if you spend too much time in side quests. Be safe out there. <laughs> yeah. But tell us what you think. I'm that nomad shed. And I'm the bloody knight. And this is the loading screen. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks much for watching or listening, whatever you're doing. And enjoy and be safe. Be safe out there, guys. Be safe.